and welcome to the Movies Past and Present Podcast. It's May 19th, 2020, and this is episode 45. I'm your host, Stanford Clark, and I'm podcasting from the crossroads of the West in beautiful Salt Lake City, Utah. Just like my blog, moviespastandpresent.com, I'll be providing recommendations, commentary, and reviews about current and classic cinema. Thanks for tuning in, and let's do this thing. Greetings, everyone. I hope you are safe and well. Here we are still in the midst of our COVID-19 experience. And while things are opening up, I think many of us still are sheltering in place and trying to do our best to socially distance and, and just to stay at home. So this episode has just some more options on on what to watch at home and also uh, just and some other ideas for you as as we're trying to uh, get by in this uh, uh, unique time. So first up is uh, a new video on demand title that just was released uh, last weekend. Uh, it's from Warner Brothers Pictures. It's Scoob, which uh, of course is short for Scooby Doo, but it's a fully animated Scooby Doo feature film. That was supposed to open in theaters, and again, Warner Brothers decided to to put it uh, on video on demand rather than uh, hold it back. So, so uh, it, it it was released last Friday. Now, I got to tell you, I haven't watched Scoob. Scoob has had some pretty dismal reviews, and uh, and and it's also you know. It's kind of expensive. I guess you look at it in the big picture, maybe it's not that expensive. But you can either buy it and own own a digital copy of it outright for $25. Or you can spend $20 and and, uh, watch it within a a viewing window. It's almost like you're you're renting it. And, you know, you compare that to taking your whole family out to the movie theater or whatnot. It could could very well be a good deal. But... um, $20 $20 just for one for one viewing of it uh, didn't sound that uh, that great to me. Here's the summary of Scoob from the official Scoob website. I've got links links to this on the podcast notes on my blog. But this, as I mentioned, is the first full-length animated Scooby-Doo adventure for the big screen. As you may recall, this just a little digital commentary, the, uh, there have been some live action versions are kind of a live action CGI hybrid uh, of Scooby-Doo where there's been, I think, a, if I'm not mistaken, there's been a, a digitally animated Scooby-Doo character and then the actors have been, you know, uh, quote-unquote live action. Uh, and then just countless uh, video or, or kind of direct-to-video Scooby-Doo animated movies. But this is the first, you know, one that, that they put on the big screen. Uh, although, based on what I've heard, is even though it's starring these Scooby Doo characters, it's not necessarily a Scooby Doo film. We'll get to that in a sec. So, uh, it's it's uh, never before told stories of Scooby Doo's origins and the greatest mystery in the career of Mystery Incorporated. Scoob reveals how lifelong friends Scooby and Shaggy first met 
and how they joined with young detectives Fred, Velma, and Daphne to form the famous Mystery Incorporated. Now, with hundreds of cases solved and an adventure shared, Scooby and the gang face their biggest, most challenging mystery ever, a plot to unleash the ghost dog Cerberus upon the world. As they race to stop this global dog dog apocalypse, in quotes, the gang discovers that Scooby has a secret legacy and an epic destiny greater than anyone imagined. So what I understand is that Warner Brothers is trying to create um, what people are calling a Hanna-Barbera cinematic universe. So uh, I don't know about you, but I, you know, I grew up on watching Saturday morning cartoons and a staple was 30-minute cartoons created by the Hanna-Barbera studio. And these range from everything from, of course, Scooby-Doo is I think one of the most popular ones, but uh, the Flintstones, the Jetsons, Yogi Bear, and then a myriad Super Friends, which I know is using uh, DC Comics characters, but but uh, any number, any number of titles. And so, in this in this film, Scoob, not only are they using the Scooby Doo characters, but they bring in a superhero called the Blue Falcon and his dog called Dino Mutt. Uh, I hear Captain Caveman makes it makes a cameo. Maybe that's a bit of a spoiler <laughs> alert. Uh, Dick Dastardly, who was a villain in uh, the Wacky Racers cartoon, is is playing the big bad guy in this one. So there's they're 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 starting to bring in some of these different characters. So what I've read is that Scoob is less of a Scooby Doo mis- uh, kind of classic uh, mystery, and then and more of a of a bigger film with these different characters. In fact. I've heard it called more of a superhero film than an actual um, Scooby-Doo film. So uh, I thought the idea of a Warner Brother, or excuse me, a, a Hanna-Barbera expanding the universe sounded really cool. But I was sad that they didn't really keep with a classic Scooby-Doo idea. And then it sounds like how they've introduced these other characters is possibly a bit problematic. The uh, voice cast is good. Um, they've got Zach Efron, uh, Amanda Seyfried, uh, um, Mark Wahlberg plays the Blue Falcon. Uh, anyway, uh, you know, I don't think they, they didn't necessarily skip on the voice talent. It sounds like they might have, have just been confused about the script. I think that there were five or six writers credited, with it, and so probably lots of rewrites and lots of different things. The animation looks decent. Uh, Warner Brothers has released the first five minutes of the film, which they've put on their YouTube channel. I've got a link to that uh, in the podcast notes on my blog if you want to go check that out. That talks a little bit about the origins of, of when Shaggy met Scooby and, uh, and, and kind of the Mystery Incorporated gang. But... Anyway, uh, disappointing news about Scoob. Uh, maybe one of these days I'll actually watch it when I don't have to pay 20 bucks. Uh, one other thing just to note uh, in this interesting time that we're living with, with the COVID-19 pandemic is the drive-ins are making a bit of a comeback, I've read, uh, in the United States. 
and uh, you know what a what a great idea. Uh, I think there's still the challenge of you know where do you go use the restroom? <laughs> How does that part work? But uh, there's a there's a theater here in Utah. I've I've read that what they've been doing is there they they have a an actual movie theater which has been closed but they're letting people come into their parking lot and then they've been projecting films uh on their on their exterior wall of the building and and then you just tune into a to a radio frequency to get the sound uh and then uh, Salt City itself has an actual drive-in that's open during the summer months it's the Redwood drive-in and uh they they've been open for business and again, I'm not sure if they, if their restrooms are open. Um, I I heard of that other drive-in that's just you know there uh, where you go into their parking lot. Um, they they don't watch they don't let you get out of your car. So uh, there's that. But but I think if you're if you're interested, you know, you know search online for a, for a drive-in near you, and and maybe relive that classic experience, and then we'll see we'll see what happens through the summer. If 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 drive-ins are going to be a viable uh, option, I know that the Redwood Drive-in in in uh, my market where I live uh, here in Salt Lake City has been playing really the only quote-unquote new film. Uh, they've been they've been playing Trolls World Tour, um, but they also have been playing that uh, kind of horror movie, The Hunt, uh, and then uh, they've been playing Knives Out. And, uh, anyway, it, you know, interesting. So, so, uh, something to, 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 uh, check in uh, on. So there you have it, uh, Scoob and then, uh, check, check your local listings and see, and see if a, a drive-in is available. If, if, uh, that's going to help kind of feed your movie craving. We're still sheltering in place somewhat. Here's just some more watch at home movie ideas. A couple of these right now are they're kind of old school, but I think they're kind of fun. I, I probably am going to tune in uh, and, and 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 check it out. But uh, both the ABC Television Network and the CBS Television Network are bringing back uh, movie nights. You know, this was a staple of my childhood and how we watched a lot of a lot of movies. We'd watch them, uh, you know, on on TV. Of course, they've got uh, commercials, and occasionally they're edited uh, for time and for content. But still, uh, it was great. So, so ABC is bringing back the wonderful world of Disney, which was a staple of my childhood, uh, and it's going to be on Wednesday nights. And they're going to it's starting it's starting this Wednesday, so tomorrow night on May twentieth. And they're going to show some some uh, Disney and some Marvel uh, movies that oh, and, and Pixar too. So just movies, you know, movies that, that the Walt Disney Studios own, uh, but they'll be showing them on TV. So so on Wednesday, May twentieth, the first film in the series will be Walt Disney Animation Studios Moana, and I've put a link on 
on uh, my in the, in the podcast notes, but it sounds like that the uh, the songwriter uh, Lin Manuel Miranda, you know, who 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 wrote a little show called Hamilton that you <laughs> that you might have heard of. Uh, he you know wrote music some of the music from Moana as well as Moana Moana the voice of Moana herself uh, Ali uh, Cavallo they're going to be live tweeting during during this uh, and that you know that could just be a, a lot of fun a fun way to watch it so so that's happening on Wednesday then on uh, May twenty seventh. They're going to be showing Marvel Studios Thor: The Dark World. Then uh, on uh, June third, they're going to be showing Up, the great movie from Pixar. And then on June tenth, they're going to show uh, Walt Disney Animation Studios Big Hero Six. So super cool! I think I think that's that's really fun. So uh, the wonderful world of Disney is 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 making a comeback here for the next few weeks on ABC. Uh, also on CBS, they're, they're doing, they've, they've been doing it all the month of May, uh, but they're just, it's Sunday night of the movies and, and they are featuring movies from the Paramount Pictures Library, which is part of the, that, uh, Viacom CBS corporate family. But, uh, there, there are two films left since we've got two Sundays left in the month of May, uh, this upcoming Sunday, May 24th. They're going to be showing Titanic, so uh, you can get the tear ducts ready and get ready to hear some Celine Dion. Uh, that's happening on Sunday, May twenty fourth at um, seven p.m. Eastern, six six uh, Central. Again, check your local listings, and then on Sunday, May thirty first, it's Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. So, uh, and that's actually at at eight Eastern, seven Central. Uh, Again, check your local listings, but how fun. Uh, so that's that's going to be on CBS. And I should probably say, sorry to backtrack a little bit, but but uh, Moana will be playing on Wednesday night at 8 p.m. Eastern. So again, check your check your local listings. But uh, going old school and, and, and watching movies on, on uh, network TV. Just a reminder, and I've talked about this in a previous podcast, but the um, the American Film Institute or, or, or AFI is continuing their ongoing daily movie club. They're calling it, and and uh, they are just giving recommendations of of films to watch at home. Uh, they have a typically have a celebrity that that introduces the film. They have a little YouTube video, and then their website has some 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 content. That that talks that that to give some context or some some history about the film. So, uh, for example, today's film is is uh, the Warren Beatty drama Reds from 1981, and uh, it's one that and and uh, on the AFI website they have links to where you can watch it, and typically, uh, uh, and they've also they they've partnered with. Uh, Apple TV, and so there's often just a link, and you can you can rent it, or some of these are available on streaming services too. But uh, you know, they've just this. It's just it's it's a cool way to to watch a movie and to, and to enhance your your uh, your film going uh, 
literacy. So uh, just 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 movies that they've had the last week uh, or so. Uh, yesterday's movie club film was Sleepless in Seattle. The Nora Ephron film with Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan. They had Straight Out of Compton, which again, an interesting choice. So not all of these movies are are necessary family friendly, but the variety is the variety is good. Uh, Alfred Hitchcock's North by Northwest, uh, John Ford's Stagecoach, um, then. You know, it just goes on and on. They've had The Sound of Music, Easy Rider, <laughs> Sullivan's Travels, and uh, Chicago. Anyway, just a wide variety of films, a wide variety of genres. And I think it's really been a great idea. I haven't been able to watch the movies every night. But, but wow, if you need an idea or get some ideas of some, of some films to watch, you know, with yourself, a loved one, with your family, uh, you know, all of the above. This this could give you some give you some ideas. Uh, this Friday, so uh, uh, this Friday, uh, May twenty second, uh, D twenty three, which is the official fan club of the Walt Disney Company, they're they're hosting uh, with. With uh, noted film historians Leonard Malton and his daughter Jessie Malton, um, a chat with uh, Haley, the actress Haley Mills, who who uh, starred in the film Pollyanna. So the Disney film Pollyanna, if you can believe it or not, it's celebrating its 60th anniversary. It was released in 1960, and and it's available to watch uh, streaming on Disney Plus on the Disney Plus streaming service. Um, but there, but but uh, Leonard Malton and his daughter Jesse are going to interview Haley Mills, and they're going to show that online. And then also D twenty three is having what they're calling a Polly anniversary, <laughs> which is again celebrate celebrating the sixty years of this film. And they've got some some uh, at home activities that they're that they're promoting. And and supporting, you know, giving you some 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 things to do surrounding the movie, and then again sponsoring this this uh, interview with with the Disney legend Haley Mills. So you know, I can't say Pollyanna is such I think such a bittersweet movie. It's kind of, I mean, it's it's tender, but um, you know, kind of sad because it's just definitely a film of its time period, but. Uh, that could be fun, particularly the interview with, with with Haley Mills. I've got links to this information in the podcast notes on my blog, as always. So, some some options to think about uh, what over the next over the next few days uh, about movies to uh, watch at home. Okay, speaking of watching movies at home, this, if you can believe it, next Monday, May 25th, it's Memorial Day. Here we are. Um, where's the time gone? I guess we've just been at home. <laughs> we, and uh, we might be at home this weekend. We'll see. But 
still, uh, Memorial Day's here, and um, not only is it a uh, a great holiday, but it's also a great time to uh, remember remember uh, our service people who have lost their lives while serving our country. And Turner Classic Movies is having a great Memorial Day marathon on their network, where starting Saturday, May 23rd, through Memorial Day on May 25th, they're going to be showing three days of uh, movies. Uh, they're going to have so basically a Memorial Day marathon um, of movies um, about uh, conflicts that the U.S. has been involved in that range from the Civil War to the Vietnam War. So all sorts of movies uh, are going to be are going to be covered. They've got a, a complete list of them on the TCM website. I've got a link to that in the podcast notes on my blog. And I, I'm looking forward to, to tuning in to some of these, some of these too. Um, the Civil War dramas range from the Red Badge of Courage, uh, which was made in 1951, to Glory, the great film from 1989 with uh, Denzel Washington and Matthew Broderick. And then um, they've got some cool World War I movies. With the classic Wings from 1927, uh, which you know is a, a, a very classic silent film. Uh, then, of course, it's just a bunch of World War II films since, since uh, the, you know so many of those films from were made. Um, I'm looking forward to watching 30 Seconds Over Tokyo, which is made in 1944. Uh, they're also going to be showing The Dirty Dozen, The Great Escape. Uh, so anyway, cool stuff. Um, the Korean conflict is represented by the steel helmet and, um, and they're also going to show, uh, the green berets, uh, which stars John Wayne is made in 1968. So anyway, lots of good stuff. So check out the TCM website. Again, I've got a link on the podcast notes and, and you can see what, what uh, if any of these films will uh, be part of your Memorial Day celebration? Well, that does it for this episode of the Movies Past and Present Podcast. Again, links and more information about all of the movies discussed in today's podcast can be found in the podcast notes on my blog at moviespastandpresent.com. As always, I hope you'll enjoy some good movies this week, whether they be from the past or the present. Until next time, thanks for listening and be safe out there. Bye.